Namaste, and thank you for tuning in. Um, I, I have a lot weighing on my shoulders, you know. But first things first, I want to say um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful Sunday. It is, wow, we're already 10, let me check. Yeah, we're already 10 days into November, and believe it or not, November is going to be over before you know it. Um, I want to say that I have a lot of people messaging me and like, I haven't really posted their answers just because I feel like that's a little bit confidential and that's very private. A lot of people tell me that they love, they love, they love the fact that I, I make my podcast exactly who I am. For those of you who know me, I have ADHD and I'm usually, I'm usually all over the place. And that's kind of how my podcast is, you know. I'm very organized in my writing, you know. But I don't always go from topic to topic when it comes to my writing. Especially when I write things down for each episode. And today, this is kind of like a, a free, a free-spirited, free-opened, open episode. Because I just have some things that I want to talk about, you know. And I've had so many people tell me today that they're so happy that I made this podcast. Because it gives them something to look up to. It gives them something to listen to. And I just want to say thank you to all of you that have said that. And it just just means so much to me. It means so much to me. I appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting from every single one of you. You know, for those of you who message me and they tell me that they cried when I talked about my addiction, which is kind of what I want to be talking about today. Um, I just want to let you guys know you guys are not alone. You know, um, addiction is a very scary, dangerous thing that we're doing. And it's hard you know and so that brings me to my topic today i feel like i couldn't have i couldn't have written down what i wanted to say because then i would have already said it and i don't want to do that i feel like this is this is just something that needs to come from me and freely and openly so yeah so um for those of you who are that have addiction problems if this is going to be maybe a little bit of a trigger for you, so please don't listen. I say this because I'm going to be talking about needles and pills and um, some things that I haven't talked about before, you know? And I always talked about um, wanting to talk about my addiction and how I started out. And I kind of did talk about that in a couple episodes before, about how I started using drugs. But I never talked about the kind of drugs that I would use and how often I would use them. And, you know, I think that's just something that I need to talk about today. Um, So, again, if this is going to be a trigger for you, please do not listen because I do not want to be a trigger for you in your addiction. Um, It's super important to me that you stay clean, whoever you are listening to this. Um, I've been clean for 18 months. And I, I say that every time I start, I go to any meetings. Um, I have made it to a regular schedule where I'm going every Mondays and Wednesdays now. Last week, I went mon- Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday because my friend and I had time to go an extra day. We had time, we had the gas, we had time to go an extra day. Now, it's not that far from me. It's actually not. Yeah, it's actually not that far from me. It's only like fifteen minute, a fifteen minute drive from here, from my house to the NA meeting. And at NA, we talk about 
Well, a lot of it has to be anonymous, so I'm not going to, like, share anybody's personal stories. But we talk about our daily struggles, you know, and sometimes the chairman, the chairman is somebody who sits down and they're in control of the meeting to make sure everything goes smoothly and whatnot. Um, so basically, basically in, begin, in the beginning of each meeting, everybody goes around and they introduce themselves. So I say, hi, my name is Nadia. And the next person goes, hi, my name is, you know, blah, 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 so-and-so. And so that's how we start our meetings, you know. Um, we also start our meetings with um, the 12 steps. We also start our meetings with talking about um, different kinds of things that get us through. And we say it at every meeting. You know, and there's different times of meetings. There's one at really early in the morning. There's one... Um, in the middle of the day, there's one in the early evening, late evening, and then even in the nighttime until midnight. So that's really nice. It's really nice that um, people people have any meetings for so for a late period of time. And I'm not sure it's like that everywhere else, but I do know that here in Arizona, that's that's as late as it goes. Um, you know, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who the people that created Narco- Narcotics Anonymous. You know, thank you for people who created Alcoholics Anonymous or Sex Anonymous or, you know, like, whatever Anonymous. Like, thank you for creating that. Thank you for creating a safe space for all of us to come to. You know, it's super important. And, um, yeah, it's just it's just really important that we have that community. Um, I, <laughs> I would have relapsed a couple weeks ago if it wasn't for NA, you know, and... I have a very close friend that I go to NA with and I want to say thank you to her. I'm not going to say her name, but I want to say thank you to her. Um, thank you for, if you're listening to this, please, thank you. Thank you for taking me to NA. Thank you for being by my side throughout this whole time. Thank you. Thank you to the chairman at NA that put up with my bullshit, <laughs> that put up with me and my stories and me telling how I feel during the day. Um, just thank you, you know. So lately I've been struggling, like really struggling to the point where I feel I'm on the verge of relapse every five minutes, you know, and I'm not going to, I don't, I don't feel the need to because I know that I know I can't relapse because I know I'm not allowed to. And I say that as in like, I'm literally forcing myself not to relapse. You know, and that sounds, I know that sounds kind of dangerous because it is, it's a very dangerous game that I'm playing right now. I'm telling myself that I want to relapse but at the same time. I'm telling myself that I can't. So where do I go from there? You know what I mean? Like, what do I do? What do I do? Well, first, I want to take about 20 seconds of silence because sometimes we all just need to take a moment to breathe. Okay, guys. Um, currently I am outside, I'm watching my dog go potty, cause we're at the dog park, and I'm watching the sunset, and it is beautiful, and that is just something that I have to say thank you to, to the universe. Thank you, universe, for allowing me to see the sun go down, and for allowing me to watch the sun go up every morning, for allowing me to be alive right now. Thank you, I do appreciate that. Um, it's been hard. I've really been struggling, guys. Um, Like I said, I feel the constant need to relapse every five minutes. My life has just been kind of shitty lately. 
and this is just me speaking my real this is me speaking my truth guys i cannot have this podcast if i do not speak my truth this is my truth i'm on the verge of relapsing guys and i'm not going to but that's the crazy part i'm really not going to and yet i have the verge to relapse every five minutes every five minutes if i'm not keeping myself busy with gum or with some tea or some sugar in my body or something i'm going crazy my hands are shaking you know um a couple nights ago i had a nightmare that i relapsed and that i died because of an overdose and my go-to drugs were fucking molly xanax um opioids um i used to smoke meth i tried heroin once but i didn't like it i'm not a needle fan but i used to i used to encourage other people to do heroin you know um before i continue i want you guys to know that this is my safe space again i'm gonna say it over and over this is my safe space this is your safe space so there's no judging allowed here towards me or towards anyone else um i used to help people shoot up you know i used to help people shoot up heroin or meth and i would because my mom's a philobomitist so i learned how to not correctly and professionally of course but I learned how to how to shoot up in someone in their arms, and I would help them, you know. And I think about that now. I think about the stuff that I used to do. That I used to literally, I used to sell drugs, guys. I used to, <laughs> I used to stand around the corner, and I would, I would do my thing. When I had my ex boyfriend, um, I've talked about him before. You know, he's he's in and out of jail. He went to prison, like. Michael, Michael, he, he, I learned how to sell and do, I learned how to sell when I was like 11, but that's just because I'm from Chicago. And basically when you grow up on the streets, you, you kind of learn how to do things around, you know, and I don't know, it, it, it took me a while to really learn how to take to get a hang of things when it wasn't until I dated my ex-boyfriend Michael that I really learned how to do drugs sell drugs and not get caught you know and that was one of the things that and I I like when I was younger my dad my real father used to tell me um don't if you're gonna do something stupid, don't ever get caught. And he would yell at me, and he would preach it to me day in, day out. Like, if you're gonna do something stupid, don't fucking get caught. <laughs> and that was something that I lived by, you guys. Like, I was living by that rule, you know. And that, <laughs> that right there was my my problem, is because because the fact that I would always tell myself. If you're going to do something stupid, Nadia, which of course I always did. I was a trouble kid. You know, I'm still young. I'm 20, for God's sakes. I'm young. But I have the knowledge of a fucking fucking 25-year-old. You know, a lot of people tell me this. And it's not because of the way that I chill with you. It's because I've had to grow up so quickly that I wasn't allowed to be a teenager. You know, and I wasn't allowed to be, I'm not, I'm not, even now, I'm not even allowed to be 20 years old. I feel like I'm 25 and I feel bored because I'm not doing drugs right now. 
I'm slowly getting out of that habit. I'm slowly learning ways to keep myself preoccupied, you know? I talk about meditation all the time. Meditation helps. Oh, it does. But it doesn't help when your mind is racing and you can't clear your mind. Therefore, meditation will not work because your mind is racing, your body's racing, your hands racing, your pulse is beating fast and fast and fast, and you feel like you have nothing left, but you want all you want to do is do drugs. And it's hard, you guys. It is so hard. And it's so hard to remind myself that I'm so much more than these drugs. You know, for the longest time, I did drugs and my own mom did not know. My own mother that I lived with at the time, when I was actually living with her, she didn't even know that I was doing drugs. My ex-best friend outed me to my mother and... I never got a chance to open up and tell my mom, hey, I'm an addict. I never got a chance to do that. I was only six months clean when my best, my, my ex-best friend outed me to my mother. I have a friend who is who was supposed to hit 90 days. Okay, 90 days is... 90 days is something, you know, that's way further than 10 days. That's way further than 30 and that's way further than 60. My friend was supposed to be, my friend was supposed to hit 90 days before he, the two days before he hit 90 days, his ex-wife was being a bitch and she got a restraining order against him and he's not allowed to see his kids. So that's one thing. Two, he got kicked out of his place, his sober living place that he was supposed to be staying at. Three, he decided he couldn't do it anymore. So he relapsed. He relapsed. And that is something that happens all the time. Addiction is no joke. Whether it's drugs or alcohol, addiction is no joke. I cannot express this. I don't even know how many times I have to tell you guys this. It is hard. It's hard that we have to be so hard on ourselves because we know that we can do better. But we can't. In our minds, we can't. 85%, no, correction. I looked this up on Google. 90% of people who deal with drug addiction have a mental issue, have a mental disease. Addiction is a disease. It consumes you. And the more you use, it, 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 it consumes your, your, your mind. My brother is an active user. Not my brother Kyle, my brother Brian. He's an active user of heroin and meth. And he, I cannot express this. He is the smartest motherfucker I have ever met. My mom is smart as shit, but he's smarter. He's way, his IQ is so fucking high. I can't even begin to tell you how high his IQ is. He's so smart. And because of all the years of him using drugs, even actively still using right now to this day, His IQ is no longer high anymore. He sees things that aren't there. That's the drugs talking to you guys. (laughs) I cannot tell you how many times I was high and I felt like there was a fucking ghost talking to me. You know, and I'm very spiritual now. So when I sit here and say that, maybe there really was. But then again, I was on drugs. So what the fuck do I know? (laughs) What the fuck do I know? I am so young. And I have ruined 
half of my life because I feel like I'm 30 years old and I feel like I have nothing left to go. But that is wrong because I'm going to get there. My podcast is already booming. I have people telling me. I, I asked one of this. Um, I actually ca- contacted and I'm waiting to hear a response. Hopefully I do. I'm not going to tell you guys who, but I contacted a podcast that's actually really kind of famous. And I contacted them and I asked if they, if they her, me and that podcast group can do uh, a collage and they said that they would they would listen to my podcast and they would let me know but so far they said that they actually like my podcast and that made me feel so damn good that made me feel like I could I can achieve achieve literally anything I am doing it guys we do recover but it's not easy God damn, it's not easy. I know people that have been clean for five years and then they relapsed and they felt like shit. I have 18 months, 18 months. Do you know how stupid that sounds when I say that I feel like I want to relapse? Yet I have a friend who relapsed after five fucking years of being clean. Five years. I have a friend that relapsed after ten years. After ten years. You guys, I cannot <laughs> I cannot express or even begin to express how heartbreaking that is. But imagine how they feel. I have people that bash me for being my parents. Oh my gosh, you guys. My parents love me. They do. They love me a lot. But they bash me. They bash me about being a drug addict they bash me you know don't get me wrong i know that they're still learning and they're still learning how to deal with it and they're still trying to learn how to cope and deal with my drug addiction and my addiction and i understand that but fuck dude it is hard it is so fucking hard but you know what that's okay that's okay because we're gonna do it we are going to do it. We're going to make it. And we're going <laughs> to... We have this. Every single day, I text my friend. Because I love her so much. And she struggles. She struggles so much. But I struggle just as much as she does. I can't even... Oh my gosh, you guys. It literally breaks my own heart knowing that I'm so scared. For those of you who might be like, oh, but you can control that. You can understand. No, it's not. It's not as easy as people think it is. I had to tell my mother that yesterday. She made it seem like it was so easy to just stop doing drugs. I'm not. It's so hard, you guys. Addiction is hard. Relapse is harder because when you've done so good, I have a friend. Oh my gosh, you guys! I have so many friends in NA now, and it makes me so happy because it's just, it's just it's what I needed. I needed a family that understood me, and I have that at NA. I have a friend who was ninety days clean before, right? And he fucked it up. He fucked it up, and ninety days was the longest he ever went. Nine. He actually went past ninety days. He was like ninety-five days or some shit, and then he relapsed. He relapsed, and now he'll stay clean for like a day or two, and then he'll relapse again. And it is so hard. And every inch and every bone in my body wants to help him, but I realize that I can't. You can't help somebody that doesn't want help. If you have a friend or a family member or a significant other that is an addict, do not push it. You can help them as far 
as you want to, as far as they need to. I'm not saying to give up on them because that's the one thing that we all struggle with. Every single person who has, who who is an addict struggle with this. We we struggle with abandonment. We struggle with um, being alone, feeling like we're always going to be alone. We struggle. I'm not saying that that makes us better than all of you guys in our in our whole fucking issues. No, but we struggle more than anyone could ever imagine. We are struggling. Each and every one of us are struggling. My friend is struggling. I see him one day, he's clean for two days, and the next minute, he's using. He's actively using, but guess what? He shows up at every meeting. Even when he's high as shit, he shows up at every meeting. That's how you know he really wants to, but it is hard. For every single one of you, please, please understand. Addiction is hard. Relapse is hard. It's hard for me. It's hard for my friends. It's hard for your family members, and it's hard for your for your. For your significant other. Please. Please don't give up on us. But also please don't judge us. If we relapse. Don't make us feel bad. For something that we sometimes really don't have any control over. If you do not understand addiction. Look it up. If you do not understand addiction. Ask somebody who is actively using. Ask somebody who has been clean. Talk to somebody. Don't push the person that you love away because of their addiction. And you know what? I have been there, okay? I have someone who was murdered, but he also was struggling with addiction for the longest time. When he was murdered, he felt nothing because he was so high off his fucking ass, he didn't even realize he was being murdered. Like, I know that sounds fucked up, and I will talk about that in another time, but it takes quite a toll on me. But I can't talk about that right now. But it's... Ah, addiction is hard, guys. I know I keep saying it over and over, but I feel like a lot of you don't understand. But you guys need to try and be reasonable and try to understand. Do your part. We're doing ours. We are trying. We are trying to make it every single day. It never gets easier. When I see people that are tweaked, that are tweakers at fucking meetings... I immediately get triggered, but I don't I don't announce that I'm triggered. I'm a very kind of quiet person when it comes to stuff like that. Like I'll deal with it in my own way because I know how. We are struggling. We are struggling. I am an addict. I am an addict. My name is Nadia. And I am an addict. Please, thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Um, if you are an addict actively using or an addict who is, who is going through recovery, you are not alone. You are loved, especially by me. I will love you, and I will take you underneath my wing. I am struggling, and that's okay. You are struggling, and that's okay. Don't let go. Don't let go. Um, that's all I have to say for today. Um, yep. I Namaste. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Goodbye. Until next time. <laughs>